You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by Pet Care Rx, America's most affordable pet pharmacy. Pet Care Rx offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings up to 50%. And if you find a lower price on a certified EPA and FDA approved medication, Pet Care Rx will match that price. So go to PetCareRx.com. Use promo code DOGWORLD10. D-O-G-W-O-R-L-D, the number 10, and receive $10 off orders of $50 or more. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Paige Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do And today we've got one of our assistant trainers, Katie Silva. Hello. For a special story. <laughs> <laughs> no, Katie, you can't leave. It's too late. <laughs> In previous podcasts, we've talked a lot about uh, the importance of training, because after all, we're here at Kindred Spirits Dog Training, and training's important to us. And we think it's important for all dogs. And we've talked a lot about socialization. Body language, you know, and... and I'm just drawing a blank today. Well, socialization to me is like for dogs to learn dog language. So they learn how to speak to other dogs politely and how to understand what other dogs are saying to them. Well, and then also that language we transfer over to the owners. Hopefully. And, And then socialization also is being able to be out in different places and hear different sounds and walk on different floors and being able to survive in the world. And we like to combine it with manners. Exactly. You you can be out there socializing. You could be a wild man doing it, but we like manners. But we found recently in our classes and when each of us has been out in public that one thing that a lot of dog owners don't do is they often don't pay attention to their dog as much as they should. They're not perhaps implementing the skills the dog learned in socialization. They're not implementing skills that he learned in training or they haven't done any training at all, but they're also sometimes oblivious. They don't understand what their dog is capable of. Or like we get in class that, oh, my dog does that. My dog does that. But we find out it's all in the house. Sure. In the yard, on their property. Sure. Oh, my and dog will sit every time I ask him in the kitchen with a cookie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but all of a sudden they go out there and they try to do all this. And the dog's like, whoo, doesn't know anything. So we're going to talk about this with Katie tonight because she's had a good example of lack of training, lack of socialization, lack of owner awareness. And we thought... Good example that, of a little of everything we've talked yeah, about. We thought it was important <laughs> enough to share with everybody. <laughs> So hold on for our sponsors. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski-drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz and with me are Petra and Kate, our regular chatters. And with us today is one of our assistant trainers, Katie Silva. And she had some experiences she was sharing with us with a variety of dogs. And we just thought it was important. Well, and I think one of the things that, because Katie had told us a story already, but I think all of us will have, if if an emergency comes up, it's a last minute, oh, geez, got to go. What do you do with your pets? You know, it's maybe to a point where you can't, you don't have time to call somebody to house sit or dog sit. So you decide to take them with. (laughs) <laughs> That's kind of what And Katie then what happens? <laughs> and da, da, da. <laughs> so, Katie, tell tell us what happened. Um, I went, uh, traveled four hours in a vehicle with uh, three dogs because they had to come with us. We experienced a death in the family and had to take the dogs with us. And as we arrived at the house, thinking we had our dogs under control, on leashes, making sure that, that they were not going to just run through the house, we encountered a couple dogs that were off-leash roaming through the house. And the owners reassured us when we expressed a little concern that, oh, they're perfectly fine. They love all dogs. They get along really well. And one of them proceeded to um, 
completely get in the space of our dogs that were on leash and being well behaved. Well, let's let's start. What kind of dogs and how old did you bring with you? Okay, we brought a German Shorthair Pointer that was three, and we brought two mini Dachshunds that were each two and four, I believe. No. Years old. Have they had any training? They've had rudimentary training. Um, <laughs> so keep in mind, these are not Katie's dogs. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, but no, these are not Katie's. He's blowing her boyfriend. These, these are dogs I have some experience with, and they have had training at home, but not anything that's real disciplined um, set of training. So they will sit on occasion and hold still most of the time but we but, the, but we were watching them and we were making sure that they were and they were on leash. under our control and they were on leash yeah. and they were staying right by our side and you were being responsible dog yes, owners exactly now, you guys were what were these other two dogs one of the other dogs was a miniature dachshund as well an older miniature dachshund and the other one was a pit bull i believe a couple years old in age. so what happened so, when you walked in the door well the pit bull came up quickly uh, rushed the other dogs and was getting ready to greet us as the owner saying oh he's very friendly and we said oh but these aren't always friendly and we're trying to keep our dogs separated and finally we asked them to grab their dog because he was posturing and he was really getting into the space of the dogs that we were trying to control now of course that's what you read but yes. they didn't read that. Oh, they the said, oh, he just wants to see your dogs. He's friendly. He loves all dogs. Okay, so back up and explain what you saw when you say posturing. He was leaning forward. His head was up. He just looked like he was trying to be up above, and he was he was engaging in stare stare behavior. He was staring right at the so other dog. up dogs. on his front tiptoes. Yeah, and just standing very big and very tall, which they Wait. read as he's interested, and I read as, uh-oh. A, a potential threat. <laughs> we need to make sure we've got, you know, grab your two little dogs, and really the little dogs we weren't as worried about as the larger dog. And by the way, listeners, we're not picking on this dog because he's a pity. Now, as you've heard in all our previous podcasts, we do not engage in breed-specific legislation or discrimination. But we, in this example, it just happened It just to be. happened to be a pity. Yeah. Uh-huh. But once we asked them to control their dog so we could get our dog, we actually removed our dog from the situation, trying to Good. be as responsible as we could. She went into her crate in another area, and um, then we proceeded to try to introduce the dachshunds <laughs> to the pit bull, and... Um, Eventually, they, they got along okay, but a little bit later in the day, we were outside letting our dogs have a nice little walk to relieve themselves, and the owners of the pit bull decided to take their dog for a walk out down the street and passed our our path and unfortunately interrupted one dog that was trying to defecate and take care of her business. Now, wasn't and, the pity on, I think you mentioned, a oh, retractable? Pity was, was on a retractable, so he was kind of going wherever he wanted to go. And so interrupted her, he stuck his nose where... Stuck his nose right where it shouldn't have been. And um, <laughs> the poor dog, I mean, she'd been in a car for four hours. This was another four-hour trip, and she really needed to relieve herself. And we kind of mentioned, oh, hey, dog, that's not very polite. But the owner did not get the clue and did not pull him away. So we ended up with a dachshund that went into the house and finished her business on the living room floor. We didn't realize she hadn't gotten to finish yet, but the other dog had interrupted her behavior. And she so. stopped, yeah. Yeah. So just, Poor girl. Well, I'm sorry. If I'm going potty, I don't want somebody <laughs> sticking their nose somewhere. But, but I, it just it reminded me that... 
you really need to pay attention to your dog and to where it is in relation to where you are. Um, watching people with their dogs, kids, there were kids running around. And when we kept going into the house, there was this dog just moving freely about the house. He was not on leash most of the time. Was now that this, that other he dachshund? didn't live there? He, no, he, he was did. a family member that All came All of the dogs were guests at the So home. what if somebody that opened uh, a door? They thought they had enough control of him to be able to keep him in their area. And most of the time they did. They had him close by, but every once in a while it's, where'd he go? And you'd hear a dachshund go, rawr, 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 and oh, great. Now we have a little situation <laughs> that we have to take care of. and With small and, children running around at the same time. Yes. And, and so the owners... Strange dogs, well, three of them knew each other, but still, I guess, strange dogs in a strange house... With a lot of other people that they may have never met. And children. Wow, people that's a recipe. coming and going. <laughs> yes. And if you're a wow. owner of any breed dog, you would think, oh, I need to lessen the stress for my dog. I need to keep them near me, which we tried to do with the dachshunds and the, and the German shorthair. But... Or put them in their crates in a quiet place. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I... Earlier you had said, we put one of them in a crate while we worked with the others. And I, yeah. So you brought crates. Mm-hmm. Did the others. Mm, uh, not that I know of. Mm. <laughs> never, never saw them in them. So it, it was just pretty stressful because not only was I watching out for the dogs that I was accompanying, but I had to watch out for the other dogs as well. So my eyes were peeled at all times watching the running children, making sure they're safe. And it was very hectic. And I just thought, oh. And I bet you didn't give, get a chance to give a whole lot of sympathy to the grieving family. No. <laughs> My mind was elsewhere at the moment. Yeah, definitely. And and that was the whole purpose of being there was yeah. that someone had lost a family member. It's not so. babysitting dogs and children. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you know, and we've talked about the the crate and how it's not a cage and it's not cruel. And this is a great example. And, and, and where we've you talked use about one. we've talked about bringing one while traveling. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, yeah. And There's they make collapsible ones because that's what for, we brought. especially for the little dogs. Yeah, yeah. the collapsible yeah. that you can yeah. build it really quickly. I've seen. Aussies in the collapsible ones use them like a hamster wheel. Oh, not good. No, yeah. not, not the fabric, but there are steel ones that. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. this variety. But of them. the the little dogs can be in the collapsible cloth ones and be just fine. But uh, yeah, at a dog show, I saw an Aussie inside a cloth collapsible <laughs> one, just running it and moving all over the place. Running I bet inside, that was fun. <laughs> running, running inside just like a hamster wheel. That's yeah. Boxer do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is somebody was hollering, you know, Martha, your dog's at it again. Come get him. Oh, no. <laughs> He's gone down the way. It's a little easier to catch, I guess. Something <laughs> to grab onto. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, having crates. But I think there's several lessons here. One, if you do have to take your dog, be prepared like you were. Have a crate. Have leashes. Don't assume that everyone is going to love your dog as much as you do Mm -hmm. and that he's there because it was an emergency and you had to do something quickly. Don't assume that all other dogs love your dog as much as you do or that everybody wants your dog in their dog's face. And then you're in somebody else's house. I mean, granted, it might be be your grandma's house, but you still be polite I mean, I know when I still go to my parents' house with the dogs, I still have them with me, near me, in respect for their home. I'm not going to have them cruise around. It's not their house, and you never know if they might have an accident somewhere. And a house like that that doesn't have a dog, you don't know if it's been dog-proofed. Exactly. There could be dangerous things for the dog to get into that's been left about. 
Mm-hmm. So for the dogs, and with, safety. And with multiple dogs, strange dogs in the house, I would not want to be the one patrolling that house after everybody's left and see... Marking. 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 See if one mm-hmm. of those males had lifted his leg. Plus, mm-hmm. there were a lot of house guests that had sure. stayed. Who knows if somebody's dropped some medication on the floor. Or, or put a suitcase on the floor the with stuff in it. Exactly. And then the people coming and going, not to mention the kids running all over the place. Now, you said you also had a little incident with a, what, 22-month-old or something? And one of the, the older docs, and that one's not yours. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. The little girl was running around the house as little girls do, and then she'd walk and inspect something, and she saw the dog, and she said, Arfie, and started running towards the dog. And the dog looked at her, and as she started to move quickly, just kind of tensed herself, and then went towards the child, barking, ready to get her. Luckily, the little girl had quick reaction time. She actually stopped and backed up a couple steps and said, mean Arfie. (laughs) (laughs) Good for her! (laughs) And went the other way. I mean, she she was very quick to it. But that was another example of um, make sure your dog has been exposed to children before they've been allowed to interact with kids freely. This this one's kind of probably classifier as a rescue. I mean, really, because you guys and Sam hadn't had the dog. From puppy, mm-hmm. so wasn't sure if she was well, child the, friendly. Not the, sure, you know. So again, that's what we always say about rescue dogs. You, you never know; they might say, "Oh, fine with kids." <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> well, and the question was right, right before the little girl was fully in the room, she'd come around the corner. And I said, "Oh, by the way, how's the dog with kids?" <laughs> and we said, "We don't know. She hasn't ever." And before I could reach for the dog, there she went. Uh, so, oh, that could have been horrible. Could have been. But yeah. I went ahead and put that dog aside for a little while to calm down, grabbed the other dachshund, and walked over to the little girl with the dachshund in my so, arms. Nice Arfie. Fully controlling yeah. the situation <laughs> and let her pet the nice Arfie so yeah. that she could, she could enjoy petting a dog. Because she was very interested in the dogs. She yeah. wanted to pet them. She wanted to see them. So we controlled the interactions after that just to make sure that you know she didn't poke them in the eye because she said nose eyes ears and i said but don't touch the eyes (laughs) because uh, again that's what she would have done if she was running i mean at 22 months old yeah 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 sure but then that was a good chance to teach the puppy that uh the dog that it's okay to be around children they're not just scary aliens and to teach the girl how to be nice to a dog so it was a good teaching opportunity yes. for a good teacher. Well, and we actually went and got the dog that had barked at her. We mm-hmm. let her both the little girl and the dog have some downtime. Sure. And then we actually reintroduced them and under were, control. Under control. There were three or four times. Let me tell you, my hand was near her nose though. <laughs> ready to grab her mouth and muzzle her if she decided to do anything. But sure. every interaction yeah. after that was fine. And I made sure I didn't put the dog in the little girl's face, turned it to the side so that she could reach out and pet its side. Um, yeah. And and the dog learned that the little girl wasn't going to be mean and wasn't sure. a, wasn't a threat. But something else to keep in mind too, especially in a situation like that, even a dog who's great with kids can reach a limit because mm-hmm. yeah, this is a stimulation. This is a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. People have high emotions mm-hmm. because yep, yep. of the death in the family. They're stressed because of the strange dogs, the strange kids, the different people coming and going. A dog who's wonderfully safe and place with kids in normal terms can become stressed and go okay look this is just enough christmas my 
four-and-a-half-year-old nephew was, of course, they getting toys, unwrapping them. He got excited. Bashir was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And then I could see him start to get tense and go, okay, look, this kid needs to be herded. <laughs> and I could, I could just see him. H-E-R-D. Yes, I not hurt. H-U-R-T, but herded as in a sheep. A sheep running wild in in an Australian shepherd's terms. And I could see him just start to get tense. So I excused us, and he went back to the back bedroom with a chewy. I wasn't punishing him. I was just giving him some downtime. And I brought Riker out, who can be with kids forever in a day. But just gave Bashir a chance to say, mm-hmm. okay, that's enough. You're a good boy for telling me. Glad you didn't hide it. And here, calm down. So, you know, even the best a dog can get overstimulated. Uh, your dachshund and the little girl reminds me that just last week someone was telling me that they have a dachshund who tends to be fearful. And she was being held. And went the friend of the owner went to put the dog into someone else's arms. But that woman that she was going to put the dogs into her arms was in a wheelchair. As she shoved this fearful little dachshund oh, at her. Oh, oh, no. Let's talk about how many things are wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the dog snapped yeah. at inches from the woman's face. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, so, shoot. you know, holding in the arms is good. It can give some security to the dog. It gives you a chance to feel their body. But then you got to pay attention to it, as Katie did. Well, and first and of all, ready. first of all, let's never put a dog face to face with somebody. If you're going to hand a dog to someone, hand the dog sideways, yeah, and make sure the dog's, you know, okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hold on a minute, listeners. We need to take a break for our sponsors. We'll be right back. Sit, stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G. Hello? Danica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know? Racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sauction.com? Hey, are those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. If you ask the question, what do I want, what do I need, I'll take a back shot. I need time, I need love 
Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. We've had a nice discussion tonight with uh, one of our assistant trainers, Katie Silva, who ran into a, a family gathering where the dogs were not well watched, dogs were under stress, lots of things went not as they should have. Yeah, and her little and your little weekend experience, we probably covered in about what ten different podcasts. Oh, it all sir. happened at one time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, th- it was and just just all of them all together, <laughs> all balled into one. Oh, how was feeding time for the dogs? We luckily we were able to feed them all separately. Oh, okay. Very good, so that we didn't have to have them all in the. Actually, somebody did leave the food down for their dog, mm. but the other dog went and ate it all. So it was all gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, I'm sure we had dogs with grumbly tummies because they were eating food that they were not used to. Sure, there's so much that went on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some lessons here. First of all. <laughs> I don't care who you are, what your dog is, who your dog is, what breed he is. All dogs need some training. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Two, and I know that's spoken by a dog trainer, but darn it, we're right. <laughs> <laughs> Two, all dogs need socialization. And it needs to happen during puppyhood. The primary age for socialization is between 12 and 16 or 18 weeks of age. But it should continue after that, too, because... It's just like us. We don't socialize a baby and then put him in a closet. They need to be comfortable with the world they're living in. Three, people need to pay attention to their dogs. They need to watch their dogs. Pay attention to them. Need to be realistic about your dog. Not every dog is perfect. There's far few that are perfect. There's not any perfect people. There's no perfect dogs. We all make mistakes. Dogs make mistakes. I mean, it, nothing different than us. I mean, if you're put in that type of situation and the stress, it gets too much. You, we humans have a tendency to get a little crabby and grumpy <laughs> and snappy and all this. Dogs feel it too. And you just have to learn how to read it and pull them out of that situation. And then don't assume that your dog is never, ever going to reach a point of stress where he might do something. Every single dog on the face of this planet is capable of getting grumpy, grouchy, snappy, stressed, scared, mm-hmm. and things can happen that you wish wouldn't have happened. And I think it's our duty to protect them. As, as their owners, we need to protect them. By protecting our dogs, we're protecting the people and other dogs around them as well. And Sure. Then you get to walk away 
yeah. from that weekend going, okay, that was interesting, but <laughs> without medical bills and... Or, or the heartbreak, if that little 22-month-old girl had been bit in the face. That would have been so traumatic for everybody. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, or if that pit bull had eaten one of, one of the dachshunds, <laughs> it would have been traumatic for everybody. That would have ruined everybody. the weekend. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a happy weekend to start with. That, was yeah. there a service that everybody left the house to go to? No. Oh, the okay. service was held in the house. Oh, okay. So everybody kept their dogs near them and with about 40 people in one room but the dogs were so you even had guests coming in in addition to the family oh there were about no that was the family (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm an only child big family there there were at at least 20 people staying at the house oh my gosh i'm afraid i'd have gone to motel six it's a large house i don't care i'm I'm afraid i'd have gone (laughs) taking my dogs and gone to motel six be back later. That's actually what we did. Just to get away from all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so although we feel for Katie for her interesting weekend, we do appreciate her sharing it with us. So, but just think if you weren't there. True. You know, it's like good thing you were, and nothing got out of hand, and the child is still wants to pet our feet. She sees our feet. You know. It could have just gone disastrous, but we'll call you the dog babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> My third, fourth, fifth job. <laughs> so we thank Katie for sharing her experience because uh, it's always interesting to uh, put it out there for the world. But hopefully some dog owners can take a look at themselves and their own dogs and learn from it. Exactly. I think we always come with the stories, but it's always nice to have somebody else outside of us <laughs> that yes this experience is, these things happen really we have infected her with being aware oh yeah well, definitely yeah. <laughs> if we can affect more people this is true yeah. this is true watch your dog <laughs> you know and then like on the website go on there and, and like we always find information on reading the dog's body language sure in and fact that's like, going to be body one of our language about that's going to be one of our next podcasts, folks. So tune in later. We'll have a podcast on reading dogs' body language. And that's yep. it for now. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.